Spider-Man So I can save Mary Jane Just for the day I wanna be Superman Riding like a Lois Lane Okay, now we're rolling. Alright. We back. Hello everyone. Third time. Yes. Third time's a charm. Even though the first and second were all Because the charm they just sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's finally get this right. Yeah, let's for let's sake. stop fucking up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're back with whiskey. Yes. Different kind weekend. of whiskey. Yeah. It's alright, it's pretty good. Is it cheaper than the stuff I brought? I have no idea. I don't know what you spent. It's cheap. Ten dollars. Yeah, it was around that, I think. Nice. Nice. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's good whiskey. Ten dollar whiskey is good whiskey. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. (laughs) It's also the only whiskey. It's also the only one (laughs) at this hour. You know. We're we're back for a third episode to review whiskey. Yeah. Ten dollar whiskey. We have fifteen whiskeys lined up (laughs) in front of us. We're gonna we're we're gonna see how long we can do this episode. This is our pregame for Oscar party too. This is what we're gonna do. We're yes. just gonna get lines of whiskey. We're gonna get on the podcast and just put all our bets on what, what we're. Dude, that is a great idea. I just made it up, so you know, I'm just a was, genius apparently. Yeah. <laughs> just think of a business model right now. Just come no, up with a product. Stop. No, I can't. Please. No. We're already off topic. We haven't even started. <laughs> yeah, we need to start drinking. We need to start the, the whiskey tasting. I want to try. Did you hear about um, um, Aaron Paul's and uh, why, why can't I remember his name? Brian no, Cranston. Yeah. yeah, they got the new liquor coming yeah, out. Yeah, what's it called? A dos, om, or dos, dos Hombres. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I want to try it really bad, but it's back ordered as fuck. Mm. I think I haven't tried recently. It was like a week ago. I tried. I want to try that shit real bad. That would be I think amazing. it's tequila. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How much is it? I think it's like, it's either 60 or 80 bucks. It's one of the two. Damn. Yeah. But I, 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 yes, I do it. It's honestly not too bad. Yeah, <laughs> no. relative to... Especially tequila. Like, if you're getting a good tequila, yeah. that sounds about right. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway. Anyway. We're actually here to talk about Parasite, which is going to be evident because we're not going to name the episode Whiskey Tasting. It's sponsored by Dos Hombres. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Free advertising. Um, but yeah, no, Parasite. Oh my God. I just watched it today. Yeah, you've got the, mm. the fresh bug in your brain. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's, it's just okay. like uh, being fresh in my mind and still being like affected by it that I think it's just so good. But it is so it really fucking is fucking good. Believe the hype, honestly. I'm so curious to know how good it's still gonna feel oh. in ten years. Like I know it's going to be one of my favorites of the, I, I guess of even if the including 2020 as the last decade. Yeah. It's gonna be in there, so for sure. It, like it's in the same wheelhouse as like Grand Budapest for me. Like mm. the, like of Oscar mm. movies. Like I adore Grand Budapest. Yeah. and I adore this movie too. Yeah. Like it's so good. Yeah, I love Grand Budapest too. But I think Birdman was more of that for me. Same. Um, yeah, that's in there too. Yeah. That's up there. It's pretty great. Yeah, that is a. 
They're both amazing though. Yeah, not, like not Whiplash too. There's yeah, like there's Whiplash. like a few that, that are just crazy. Yeah, I yeah. think Grand Budapest came out that year with us. Yeah, that was a crazy year. Yeah. I remember that year, and then the okay. year after I think sucked. <laughs> what was after that? I don't remember. I think there was a, there was a break year before the mm. Moonlight La La Land fiasco. Mm-hmm. There might have been the break year was bad. Yeah, yeah, that was it was one year because that was my junior year. Birdman and Whiplash came out. Like we can't even remember year. what it is. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the re- oh, that's what. It- Wait, was no, the, Revenant was the year... It was the Revenant. Because, it was that year? Yep. Oh, okay. So there were... But there were only a handful, I think. But that was the coolest thing that I can remember happening that year. Was... Uh, the... In, uh, in a getting his second Oscar. And yeah. then... And then... Uh, Lubelski getting third, the trifecta. I Ho gets it. That'd be awesome. Yes. That'd be awesome. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I think, they would give it to Sam Mendes, <sighs> yeah, though. Yeah. They're going to give it to him. But, like, if... It would here's kind the thing. of make, not make sense not to, honestly. Yeah, and I don't because know. Because that's such a large part of the technical achievement. Yeah, it, yeah, that's fair, because he did so much for that movie. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of how they would, like, kind of... If they're trying to, like, you know, split awards up. Like, mm-hmm. if Roger Deakins is going to get the cinematography, does Sam Mendes need to do... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it should be one or the other or whatever, because this movie deserves, like damn near everything it's nominated for. Edi- yeah. Is it nominated for editing? Because it needs to be. Parasite? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It needs to be. Oh, uh, well. Because I, yeah. I know it's director, I know it's best picture. Writing, I, know I think. it's writing, yeah, mm-hmm. it's screenplay. But I don't know. I think it's got six, and I don't know the other ones. Yeah, yeah. look it up. Pull up the phone. Um, here, I, I think I got it. Yeah, but, I uh, reminds that. <laughs> but, oh my gosh, it's, I want it to win everything. I want it, yeah. I, I want it to win Best Picture. I'm saying it right now. I do mm-hmm. want it to win just because it would be so fucking great for mm. it to win. Yeah, but totally. I am still kind of on the side that 1917 is going to take it just yeah. because it's the Academy and you know how that shit goes. Yeah. But I really want this movie to win. Yeah. It was so entertaining yeah, start to finish. Yeah, I agree. That's... Uh... I think a lot to do. I mean, I, I, I know you're still on the fence of it being which one's your favorite, that yeah. or 1917. I think I needed to settle a little bit longer. Uh-huh. But if um, it, it does end up being your second, that's I think that's interesting. And uh, Jill was telling me that she hopes 1917 wins Best Movie over Little Women, even though Little Women's still her favorite of the year. Okay. Although she said she changed her mind, I think, yeah. <laughs> at the end of that. Because I was telling her that was humble to say... You want to see a movie that's not your favorite of the year win best yeah. movie or think that it's going to. I guess that's more so what you're yeah, saying. Is basically, one yeah. Parasite to even though. Because it's just immaculate. Uh-huh. Like, just from a filmmaking, yeah. like me being a movie fanboy, you know, like right. just from a filmmaking standpoint, it's it's like flawless. Like, it's just, it's a tight script. It's mm-hmm. amazing performances, amazing mm-hmm. directing. Like, there's no dialogue really wasted. It's kind of mm-hmm. like one of those get out situations where like, mm-hmm. all there's so many, there's so much foreshadowing. There's so much, yeah, it's so great. I think there's five movies this year to me that are that tight. Yeah. At least from a dialogue standpoint and writing Here's standpoint. Here's a nomination. So it's best motion motion picture <laughs> best uh, uh directing best screenplay best international feature film best achievement in production design and best achievement in film editing so it did get nice. editing i you hope it wins editing six? at least then yeah six nice yeah um, yeah i hope so too i can't i can hear myself doing it for that montage alone <laughs> yeah for the montage for real i watched your video just now yeah <laughs> yeah Listen, yes <laughs> the montage was crazy it was because I just, uh, me and Joey were talking about this off, off uh, microphone. I was about to say off camera, but uh-huh. we're not on camera. Um, but uh, I remember 
that I've seen The Host, which is one of Bong Joon-ho's older movies, um, one, is, one of his first ones, mm-hmm. um, feature films. And it, I remember being, like, not scarred by it, but it stuck with me because I saw it when I was really young. And that movie's crazy. Like, uh, I was considering it, or um, comparing it to Jaws, because I didn't really grow up, like, I grew up with Jaws because I saw it, but I didn't, you know, I didn't, I wasn't around when it came out, and I wasn't, uh, it, it holds up, but it, you know, it's, it kind of has a Spielberg camp and fun to it a little bit for me, and it was just because I grew up with seeing, I don't know, maybe some darker shit before that, uh-huh. um, and so I was maybe a little too numb to, you know, some jump scares with some, like, fake arms and stuff or whatever that's in Jaws. Uh, but the host, I was just talking about how that made me feel like what I imagined people who saw Jaws and were afraid of going right. to the beach felt like. Right, which because, I had. Yeah, <laughs> which you had, which you had a very different experience. experience. Because I grew up in the 80s. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the host is really great, and I forgot that that was who was directing this movie. Right. And I and I love Snowpiercer, too. I adore mm-hmm. that. I never saw Okja, or Okja, I can't, I don't know. Yeah, which I hear is really good, I too. I hear it's great, yeah. And, uh, and I'm just, I, I hope this movie gets all <laughs> the praise because yeah. I think he's great. I think the cast's great. I think the script's great. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I wanted to win everything. <laughs> I would, I would be most happy, I think with, with it winning whatever it gets mm-hmm. compared to other things, especially if it like with a sweep with all the movies that have ever done sweeps, I would be so excited if this one did it. No doubt. But it is a crazy year. There's, mm-hmm, I think, sure. it is, uh, one of the things you said was it had a really tight screenplay, amongst other things, and there are probably, like, I think five or six, probably six in my opinion, being Parasite, Little Women, Uncut Gems, 1917, and what was, Knives Out, mm. that just no one word or shot was wasted, It that it didn't have a place. I think maybe you could argue portions of 1917 because of the fact that it was one shot like I could, yeah, not like that, that I would agree but I think people would have the perspective of it being so long like maybe when they're walking through the tre- the, the trenches and that it's people argue there's filler there's like yeah, yeah but I, I I would call it pacing exactly though, I would sure. call it either pacing or you know it's 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 what would be experienced by these guys so like uh-huh. you're in it with them and that's right. why I really respected that be, uh-huh. even if it felt slow I there are slow moments and in, in stuff especially like if you watch something like Band of Brothers which we were talking about there's a, like whole episodes where it's kind of guys just talking in their mm. foxholes, and then mid episode it's like talking, 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 and then mortars out of nowhere, and uh-huh. then it's an action scene for like 10, 15 minutes, and then it calms down again, and it's just talking, talking, talking. It's it, and it's incredible because uh-huh. it sets the exact tone that those guys felt uh-huh. what in there because it's just like this nice little conversation, but there's always this foreboding like when is something gonna. And then out of nowhere, like midline, a mortar will like hit, and people are like dying and shit, and gets crazy. But like that's and that's and, nuts. and some people might argue that there's like filler in, in Band of Brothers and shit, but I would mm. disagree, and I would say the same for 1917 because I think when you do something like that, you draw it out and you kind of give you put it you put yourself in the shoes to be um, stereotypical with my phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> It was all poetic until then. Until then, sure. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's perfectly said. And like it, but the it really pacing, does. the it's parasite is insane. Yeah. It's insane because we were talking about it. It's like two separate movies. It's like yeah. two whole yeah. separate movies. And there's uh, this point, and um, uh, we were talking. And it's the dinners. Well, they're like drinking 
scene. Yeah. And that's like the moment where everything shifts and we were talking mm-hmm. about that and that's such a crazy moment. Spoilers, by the way, for Parasite. Yeah. Go watch at it this, at this point. Yeah. If you're clicking on a podcast, honestly, that's about a movie and you're not expecting spoilers, which maybe that's not fair. Maybe no, it's not fair. It's not, it's not you always could, but what are you going to listen to the movie about for an hour and a half? Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> if it's that long, if it's a long podcast, yeah, like, if you're yeah, looking yeah, for like a review, go to like YouTube or whatever, yeah. non-spoiler review. Yeah. But we're spoiling it, so yeah, <laughs> go see it. Yeah. It's really great. Uh, if you're trying to watch the Oscars tomorrow and you haven't seen it, try to catch it like tonight. That, that's <laughs> why... Wow, I really wanted to see 1917 the other night when Jill was bringing up we should go see it. Yeah, like, this post will be, you know, you this know. podcast will be out before then. <laughs> yeah, well, I was no, just, I was, I was thinking while we were talking, I'm like, when can I get this out? No, like, this is too perfectly relevant right now. Talk that being the opening. Yeah, it's kind of weird now that now, now it, yeah, and then it comes out after the Oscars would be weird. To yeah, kind of here it's like oh. And, like, I'm over here, like, I hope it wins everything, and it actually, like, wins nothing, and it'll be, like, all sad. I'll be, like, and fucking... We do a fu- and the next film uh, review will be re- reflecting on how, how our uh, predictions, man, yeah. yeah. Oh, that'll be kind of cool, though. Yeah. I hope it wins. Um, I do, too. It'll probably come out Monday, is what I'm thinking. Okay, cool. Because um, if, even if I did release it tomorrow, you need to stop no one would listen to it. Sorry, you need to cut that shit out of here. <laughs> I didn't quite do that. I cut out a bunch of likes when Sule and I did the, nice. our episode. Well then, yeah, I might say I'm um, too much. In but this one. honestly, I, listening to other podcasts, like they do it all the time. Even like I really feel like it's not a, writers yeah. and speakers. Like I feel like it's not a thing until you notice it when you're like listening mm-hmm. for it, and then it becomes like every other word. Yeah. But so don't listen for it. Fuck yeah. Off. Just <laughs> turn off your ears. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> for that one word. Tune it out. Or any word that I repeat too much. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I hope it. It does. It does take the cake, and that's what to go to keep talking about what you were saying with that one scene of what we were addressing earlier with uh, um, the the scene where they're they're having dinner and drinking. Um, that I had no idea where it was going. Yeah, exactly. And a movie has to be unpredictable if it's going to be a great movie or a good movie, even. But that's like was, literally the halfway point. Uh huh. Yeah. It was the it was the most unpredictable because out of any movie that's done like a pivot before mm-hmm. because you didn't even know what the exact tone and direction or I think tone is better because direction is is tricky because it was already moving towards something and yeah. it's not like it just became about something totally totally yeah, right. different it was still about this family and, and this other sense, family which is crazy another it family. all makes sense <laughs> which is family. so fucked uh huh yeah. And it adds, it pieces, it adds everything together, and that's the biggest thing that's building up, is like, okay, but, but, but why? why? <laughs> yeah. And you, and for, a part of me thought it was just, it was gonna more so keep revolving around them getting kind of carried away with, uh, with it, in the sense that it was just gonna be them and the other family, but, mm-hmm. or in the rich family, but I was like, that isn't enough to sustain, sustain, like, the... Uh, the magnitude of what's building here, like the and like how intricate the details have been to build up this situation, and um, um, to where they to it's not gonna make some huge leap here. Yeah, and I was but waiting. You have no for idea it. what it's gonna be, and it's a total tonal shift. It's yeah. a completely different movie. It becomes a horror, th- or exactly. more thriller, thriller movie. Uh, but I was gonna say I was waiting for it to get straight up horror. I was because mm-hmm. of the way it starts getting. Shot as soon as as soon as the as soon as the lady shows up, her face is fucked up and uh-huh. she's talking weird. I was like, uh-huh. how how crazy is this about to get? Because mm. I'm 
I'm fully prepared. I've seen movies, you know, come out of left field mid-act or mid-movie, and they're now it's a completely different movie, like you were saying. Like, it is something that is completely genre-shifting mm-hmm. or something that is mm-hmm. completely crazy just to be crazy or it's to it's the tone of the movie, you know? Right. Um, and so I was, li- I was waiting to see how crazy it was going to get. I was fully ready, f- prepared for this movie because I knew I, from the zeitgeist of everyone talking about it, I've heard that it does get crazy. Like, right. I know it does. Had you seen the trailer? Uh, I, bits. I, I would probably watched it a while ago and just kind of, you know, didn't remember. Right. And then it got yeah, super relevant. And then I was but like, I remembered okay. when I first saw it that it was something. And as it got closer, I tried to make myself stop looking because I probably watched it a couple times when it first came out. Yeah, I didn't see much press and I didn't for it. Re- yeah, I tried not to read anything, not to yeah. look at any pictures, or but I did look at the read a synopsis. The IMDb synopsis tells you there. nothing. <laughs> it gives you a little bit of a. It gives you the background that yeah. there's a poor family and a rich, or that there's a poor family that see, gets an opportunity. Yeah, but I yeah I read that and I was like, okay. I yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. That's that's about as little of a spoiler, and that's re- that you can get, and that's yeah. really all the trailer talk. Tells it really doesn't even tell that much, honestly. No, it doesn't. It just shows characters from what I remember, mm-hmm. and then some violent shit. It's very snapshotty. Because yeah, I was when that when the camera gets all handheld when she opens the the basement door and mm-hmm. she starts heading down and it gets like all crazy like handheld close up shit going on, dude. I was waiting for this movie to go full monster, full you know, because I've seen mm-hmm. the host, uh-huh. I've seen his other stuff, I've seen how he can get kind of fantastical yeah. or or. or that's so fantasy oriented. Because I didn't even. I wonder if a lot of fans of his were feeling like that waiting because, for a monster yeah, or some shit. Even Okja had like a magic crazy pig yeah. or elephant or some shit. Yeah, hippo, I think. Hippo. <laughs> <laughs> it but was. Yeah. I think it was like a fa- a fantasy creature. Now yeah, that I think about maybe, it, it was like yeah. a combination or it was hippo looking elephant ass. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, but I was, I was, I was waiting for that shit. I was waiting for something like that to pop up. Yeah, and then and, it doesn't. Uh, and it doesn't, but it, the, the twist is just as good because mm-hmm. it is as frightening in a way. Yeah. It is as, like, crazy. It is as, like, unexpected as, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, a monster showing up. I was almost, I was almost caught more off guard because I was expecting a fantasy thing. Uh-huh. But, so he almost, like, did a double left hook where he's like, here's my twist mm. in mid-movie where you're like, oh, it's like Hitchcock, mid-movie, we're going to kill off main character or something. Yeah. And... Uh, and then he does it, but it's, and then we're waiting as fans, waiting for something like crazy fantasy to happen, but it doesn't. So it's like another twist. Mm-hmm. And now it's like something that is equally as crazy, but mm. it's still like a good twist. Still a monster in your Still a monster, closet. still like a thing. Yeah, it's still just, a scary thing. Just think about. fucking dude living down there. Yeah. <laughs> it's so wild, dude. It's so wild to me. Oh, yeah. It's scary, dude. And also, the I love the moment where they all fuck up and slide out into the hall because uh, first of all it's totally just like an anime moment for mm. me it just felt like mm. a, out of straight out of anime because it like does a close-up on the step with the with the bare feet and then goes like has a slip mm-hmm. sound effect and they all like ah uh-huh. and like fall out it's so great uh-huh. and then you can um, just imagine them standing up and like, having like ah, slit uh, eye slits and like hand behind their head oh yeah and like itching the, what's like, the thing ah, that goes shit. above their head when they're feeling like an intense emotion or like embarrassed or it's like the it's like, red yeah, bulb yeah <laughs> like a little like vein or something in their yeah. head or like some sweat yeah um but uh they get the video when they get the video on them the uh-huh. the lady does the old um housekeeper mm. 
she gets the video on the phone. I love that whole sequence because the phone now becomes a fucking gun. Like, she's literally <laughs> holding the fucking phone out like a gun. <laughs> Adam, like, back up. Back up. And they're like, oh, shit. I'm ba-, and they're like, okay. Yeah. And I love that whole sequence, it's, dude. It's, it's, they literally has him hostage with a phone. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's the best use of any... This, phone, this movie, and I'm just not realizing this. I hadn't really thought about this because it doesn't really use text in that way. I think it does very... Min- might use it once or twice text messages itself for, with phones but not that I remember that's the major thing and then people being on them all the time and the Wi-Fi situation like there was much there there were many reoccurring shots with the phone oh, that yeah. one being the best I need to rewatch it because of all the reoccurring stuff like yeah. the whole the whole metaphor with stairs that I I, I uh. sort of picked up on I, I was kind of watching because they they focused a lot on mm-hmm. stairs so I was just I was conscious of that and mm-hmm. I was trying to like put my own but there's so much happening now. Yeah. I was kind of like letting it the, the most immediate thing to hit me with that was just the idea like, that it was building of hierarchy class yeah class that was my thing and, and like I love going up and down figuring and out when they go up and when they're going down uh-huh. it's crazy it's and awesome the, the family themselves lives in a basement but it's like a halfway basement where you can still see just above you can see into the street where this dude's living and the fucking the bottom of the bottom. Right, you, right, they right. they yeah. thought they were the poorest fucking. And there's someone there. else. Yeah, yeah there's another there's level. Someone living in the hole in the wall, and then the upper class being the uh, the rich, obviously. Uh, but it's crazy. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. It's you. It is. It happens so much that I wonder if it's something. If you can find. If you, there's any more meanings you can find packed in. Yeah. Uh, in but, the movie, but. What was the? There was something I was. Thinking. Like the thing I love briefly. about it too is there's a lot of movies that people like to dissect and like they'll dive in like people excuse me they uh dive in at like Christopher Nolan movies and like Dunkirk uh, and like super analyze it mm-hmm. and like I think it's I think it's warranted and there is like stuff to dig into but something like this feels so much like a puzzle like mm-hmm. it's literally he references Hitchcock and you pointed out that he's even got a like a Hitchcock book or movie um, yeah, photo in the, in yeah, the shot writer videos. and uh and it makes so much sense because it is and and then the reason why i love it is because this is a movie that is so precise on purpose mm. and it's like and it's not just an artist who is some people are reading too much into and then making it like extra um it's someone who is re- truly crafting like every moment of this this thing and getting the performances just perfect and mm. um and it really lends itself to like just a really <laughs> solid experience overall because it's just I, I don't know I don't know what else to say but besides like it's damn near perfected I felt I felt this way sort of about three billboards the other the other year oh, yeah, but I like this more I, I like this yeah. even more um, but three billboards was one of those movies that it was just super tight and I got everything I needed sort of beginning to end mm-hmm. um, there's even callbacks and like tie-ins mm. in that script where like you wouldn't usually need a second watch to get them and somehow in that movie you got them it mm. made it clear enough and it might have been the performances it might have been how they kind of put up the words or whatever to give the callbacks some meaning mm-hmm. but like I got everything I got all these full circles in that first viewing and it was really great mm. um, and I kind of felt that way about this I there's so many things that I just that connected everything led to one thing right. and it was still character motivated too we were talking about the difference I don't know if it was on one of these podcasts where we were just talking about it but the difference between like a character motivated movie uh, or versus like a plot oriented uh-huh. movie and like how someone can totally prefer something like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where there is like zero plot mm-hmm. and it is all character based and it's just kind of what these characters are doing from day to day and you can be entertained by that and it is great versus something like 1917 where there is 
there is character, but it's very little of the focus. It kind of just gives you a setup, and then it like lets you go on this journey with them, which is like all plot. This happens, this happens, this happens, and this happens, and this leads to this. Mm. And not that there's and it's preference to which one you like more. Right. I, I I vibe with either, but this movie nails both, and it's really yeah. rare when you get a movie that nails plot and character so fucking well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it's it's so <coughs> rare to even yeah. attempt that, and I think to make a movie like this based on because of that structure and because of the the I mean I I think it's it's one of the most important and valuable lessons of I've ever like seen depicted and perfectly executed mm-hmm. lessons to depict of the issues of of a of a class system in society um, yeah, for sure. To great. and to do that so like poetically, you have to nail it on the in all of those aspects. And um, I mean, people, and I think that's the thing that all of those things culminating is what makes it such a makes it the the influential movie it is. And to, mm-hmm. to, for something like that to come out of South Korea and reach yeah. this far, you awesome. know, even on a general basis, like people that don't ever watch foreign films or watching, watching this, this movie yeah. and hearing about it. Yes. That is incredible. That's so such a cool. great step forward. And, and it's um, such a good movie for it. Yeah, it is. Ugh. It's a perfect type it's of right. movie to do it. <laughs> and I think it, that, that's what, that being so, the, all of these things happening, it makes it a, a truly rare breed. I can't, it, I can't imagine like how this is gonna, how important this movie is gonna be reflected on. Uh, in, in history, but uh, like you were saying, only a few, a few. I feel like few few movies even set out to attempt nailing plot and character in a very balanced way. So they well, kind of lean one way or the other, right. and you can do that extremely successfully, which is still incredibly hard, yeah. and almost impossible um, to do very very well. And uh, the, yeah, the fact that that this this exists is. I love the metaphor of crossing the line that they bring up a whole lot in this Mm. um, because the the rich dad wealthy I forget his name um, but the wealthy dad he keeps making this this saying he keeps saying like he never they don't cross the line and as soon as they cross the line they're like out and what I'm assuming he's talking about is, like, somebody getting too personal with him that's working for him or, like, getting a little too nosy or yeah. something. And, like, something that literally crosses a personal line and they have to go. Um, but then it kind of turns into this thing of, like, crossing the line into the higher um, class mm. and, like, getting in getting in and crossing that line and stuff. And the whole idea that, like, he doesn't cross the line with, and he, like, smells... And the whole metaphor with, like, the smell of him oh, sniffing wow. him and being, like, that's just a lower class. Like, he can smell it on him. Mm-hmm. Literally, he can feel it. Yeah. Uh, and doing that whole thing. And so, like, he gets all he gets all upset from, like, that kind of thing. And then when he smells it at the end of the movie, spo- hard spoilers, when he smells the guy who was living in the basement mm-hmm. uh, and goes crazy, he smells him and, it's, and it triggers him to think that he's comparing himself to the dead guy who's living under his house mm-hmm. and that's what I thought triggered him to go fucking up and stab this guy which is him literally crossing that line and being like nope yep, you're done 
Yeah. And I was like, I just love, because all of those, all of those threads that they've been laying of all that, like, crossing the line, all that uh -huh. shit that they're, like, keep repeating, they wow. all culminated in, like, that one moment where I was like, oh, shit. That's crazy, dude. What a parallel. I didn't, I did not make that connection at all of them mentioning lines throughout it, because I still had understood that it, about, like, the class thing and it being his connection of him not being in the smell, but mm -hmm. that's, like, even, I think the smell thing was the biggest biggest way I'd thought about that but um and I had already seen this rich guy as kind of a a, a pompous asshole anyway right and in a large sense but also I think what it, the movie does a great job of humanizing oh, everybody for sure, and for showing sure. uh like I think I mentioned that earlier too um that they everyone has even the, the main family are like very flawed and, and mm -hmm. kind of hate them in a sense at the beginning for what they do to that to the to the if it weren't so goddamn brilliant you'd hate them even even yeah, more but exactly. the, with the the plot that they or the stunt they pulled on the um and I love the moments yeah, where, like, they're they're trying to figure house. out how to get in, and they, like, I love the moment where, like, the son and the dad go to the car, mm. uh, the, like, uh, the car shop, I don't know, <laughs> the place where you buy cars, it was an uh -huh. auto shop or the whatever. dealership. Dealership. Man, I can't remember. I don't know why. You can't remember dealership. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> dealership. We're on the 13th bottle <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah, all those shots, gone. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Speaking which keep passing the whiskey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, love the, I love that scene, though, because... <laughs> they have to he doesn't know how to drive yeah. neither of them know how to drive and, they, and the whole thing with the phone and how you can just google this information now mm. and instantly learn how to drive it's and they have to go to the dealership and they like making their hop in a car and they're like this is how I do it I uh -huh. love that it was so good and then it he is. figures it out and gets the job and is like flawless Oh, Haley didn't get this. Oh, I'm name dropping Haley. Haley didn't get this, everybody. Um, but no, the, when we were watching it, she. Uh, I love the moment too, where he's he's just got the job as the driver, and the dad's like testing him, uh -huh. and he's got his coffee in his hand, and he turns and goes around uh, the corner, and uh, when he's the dude's driving, and the, there's a close up on the on the boss looking at his cup of coffee, and and Haley was like, "What was that?" And I was like, "Oh, dude, he was t he was just testing." to see how good of a driver he was turning this corner by mm -hmm. looking at how how much this mm -hmm. coffee got fucked up. And the, that's, like, the level of detail that I adore about this movie. Yeah. It's so smart. And it, it, it it's a big instance of one of the most important rules in, in filmmaking of when you... to show instead yep. of tell, especially whenever you can. And this is one of those moments where you could... that it was not only showing instead of telling, but it was being... it was doing it in a more... They could have done that in a... Uh, bunch of different ways. Were you check Did you want to see yeah, something? You're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you leaving? You going to take the can down? <laughs> um, what was I saying? It, uh, oh, you could have done that in so many different ways. or Right. You could have just had him turn and yeah. been like, ooh, that was a bit sharp turn or been like... Yeah, it could have been kind dialogue. Of been like, or, Whoa, man. Yeah, or like, like he kind of shakes or fucks up the car. Uh, or, well, I guess the idea is that he's doing it perfectly. Yeah, and but, but he does it butter yeah. smooth, and yeah, it's like, yeah. ooh. Just shows yeah. it with fucking coffee. It's great. And you feel, it makes you feel that lean and, like, the perfect curve. Yeah. The perfect turn of it. Um, what was, uh, there's something, what were we just talking about before that? Before the, the car? There's something I wanted to... The dealership that I'm stupid... Uh, before... No. <laughs> oh, before that? Um. Yes, but not that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't I remember. I don't remember. Um, 
Uh, do we got playback on this bitch? Can we just? <laughs> we do. We. I, I was joking. I, no, we gotta do that. We could. We'd have to pause it and then play it and then yeah. start. Which might delete everything. Yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll come back to it. Yeah. But yeah, if you haven't seen the host though, to bring that back up, mm. go see the host. It's crazy. I just saw you can get it on. Uh, I mean, no, never mind. You can probably oh, yeah, get it on YouTube or something. It. Yeah, but yeah, if you can find some way to watch the host, watch it. It's great. Oh yeah, it's a monster movie. It's really cool. Yeah, I'm really surprised at how it turns into a horror movie because they shoot it like a horror movie. Parasite. Mm. Uh, talking now. Um, because the whole second half of this movie does, and it, it turns, and then like the last moments are, it's a full on slasher movie, uh-huh. like straight up. And then the dude's got Michael Myers knife. I love the shot where the, he comes out and he's looking, and it looks like he's gonna go for some food, and he just grabs the knife instead. Uh-huh. So great. And he like, well, I'm pretty sure I can't remember if he walks totally out of frame, but the camera moves with him, and he stops, and he go, or no, it, he does. He walks out of frame, and it's sitting on the knives there, and then he comes, he just he's gone for a second, and you're like. It's not cutting for a reason. This motherfucker's coming back, and he comes back in, and he just takes the knife and goes straight out there. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. That reminded me. Um, is you you were talking about the lines because I realized the the classism and the the prejudice of the the rich uh, dude um, because of the smoke smell right, thing yeah. as the movie progressed, but drawing that parallel back to the lines is way more important, especially for a second viewing because it's so much clearer from an earlier point in the, in the movie. Because by that point, when he's talking about it, I thought it was just a thing of like, okay, everybody, he's he's fired and, re- and replaced with, or replaced them with someone. It didn't have to do with them being impoverished or right. like they have a different like smell than him and he associates that with being poor or that being poor is yeah. associated with being a nuisance and a, a little or a parasite yeah um early but, on they uh they talk about it. the smells the kid outs them mm. and when they first all get the job the kid like smells one and then goes over the other one so yeah. they're like they yeah, smell the same they smell <laughs> and they're and you're like Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, they don't. um and uh so then they go and try to change their their like fabric softener and their detergent and stuff but that's yeah. but they even make the point they're like no it's this place like we need to move out of here yeah. if we're gonna yeah. if it's gonna, it's gonna stop smelling like right. that and yeah i just i found that interesting and then yeah the crossing the line literally with the <laughs> with the whole panties fiasco with mm. the, the dude thought that the guy was having sex in his back seat mm. and he was like why not in his seat like why does it have to be <laughs> yeah. back in my seat fucking raunchy ass dude <laughs> <laughs> he was like we're firing his ass yep God. also whole... this movie's hilarious it is we haven't brought that up for... yeah, it's yeah, like it's, it's incredibly funny, funny. so it's... funny I'm trying to think of the comedy that I've seen this year Really, Booksmart's the only Booksmart's like, so good. Yeah, it's so fucking amazing. Yeah, honestly, I haven't seen a whole lot of comedies. I've rewatched comedies this year, but I haven't big, seen like new comedies. Longshot, Booksmart. Didn't see Longshot. Longshot's real. Good. Is it? It's oh. a real nice little rom com. All right, all right. I love Seth Rogen and Charlize. So. Uh huh. Yeah, they're great in it. They're the a very interesting. They're perfect people for the characters, which is why it works so well. But they are not necessarily two actors that I would have thought would. Work be well. really well work yeah get really well together that's cool um but yeah it's really it's really funny and sweet um but yeah, yeah this is fucking hilarious and it's still funny even at the end because mm-hmm. it's it's gotten you to empathize with these pretty sick characters because you don't have a choice if you're gonna enjoy the movie you have to relate to somebody and everybody's fucked mm-hmm. um 
and so even when it does turn horrific, it it gives you it gives you a lot of moments pretty consistently throughout where your jaw's on the floor and your heart's pumping, but you get here and there you'll get these laughs of like just either awkwardness of how crazy it's getting, yeah, or at just being satisfied that somebody's getting fucked over for their their the shit that they did <laughs> or just like their performances of the actors yeah that like too. <laughs> totally chewing the furniture when they need to it's so great. and it yeah. works so great yeah dude um and they all yeah, have the a shining moment we need to cover too because it is fantastic yeah uh i love the i love the sister i should pull up all these uh-huh. probably again i don't want to i don't want to butcher anybody's name i hate doing that yeah um but the sister Sodan Park? Yeah. Wait, is that her character name? Yeah, that's her character name. Uh, Kim Ki Jun. Yeah, what are the names of... What are the names of the characters if you... Wait, no, that's the wrong one. At least the, uh, um, the main family. Trying to think. The main family. Well, actually, the names... So Parks is, like, the rich one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then Lee is the... Or no, Song is the poorer family. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna butcher most of these names, so I'm not gonna attempt. That's fair. But, uh. Sound like you got the last names right, so that's good. The, well, the parks. Yeah. Yeah. But, that would um. Be pretty epic fail. Yeah. That would, <laughs> but, uh. The, the daughter of the poorer family, the parasite family, they, she is immaculate. She is such a good performance. I yeah. think she stood out to me. I love the main, the dad too. And I, yeah, and it, he's in the host. Back. And I, and I, the whole time I was trying to place where I knew him from. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And he, yeah, it ended up being the host, and he was great in that too. Yeah. But he's hilarious. Um, where I think the the daughter's a little more kind of scary and intense, but she's great as well. She's very, she's much more funny in like a darker sense. Yeah, in the yeah. dark sense, and in the he's kind of more of like slapstick funny. Yeah, for like sure. He's just a goober and kind yeah. of goofy, but. Like, him um, memorizing the script is great. Like, yeah. getting the character is so awesome. Yeah, which is funny, because at the same time, he's kind of, like, the... He's the fool, but he's also, like, very persuasive and very... I mean, they all are. They're very persuasive, but he's, like, a great... He's a, he, he plays the part, you know? He does plays the part of being the the kind of... When he needs to, to convince the... Get the housekeeper fired, he's very charismatic and... Mm-hmm. and um, Try and, and, and convincing in what he's trying to do, and uh, but with her, she's so he's persuasive, but she's manipulative. She's like she doesn't even try to persuade you. She just yeah. becomes. She's so totally that person, that that character that she's playing as that she gets you to do exactly what she wants in the moment. There's no like building up to it. Like she walks in that mm-hmm. fucking house, dude, and she just is the this cr- pretentious art teacher yeah. that that's running the shit. She demeans the fucking yeah. woman to her face. It's like get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And she loves it. She's yeah. like, oh that's so And then funny. it's like I Googled that's art the most therapy it. and <laughs> <laughs> that's what I got. That was the most like one of the funniest things in the movie to me was that depiction of uh, rich people spending their money to be kind of... They think... They, so often they think what they're doing is making them above people. Not all rich people. This is right. obviously a certain type of rich person. Um, but they, they, they're spe- they spend so much of their money doing things that they think make... 
them above people that they kind of get them they ironically bring themselves full circle because they they in this instance because they pay people who they would think are lesser than them mm-hmm. that are just easily swindled because the more comfortable you get because of your money the more vulnerable you're going to become over time sure. it's kind of a concept in, in evolution too is that if you get complacent then you're going to get weaker you're not going to get you're not right. going to stay sharp stay strong and people that are forced to survive will. And for sure. <laughs> they fucking they will, for they, sure. They entertain your thoughts of your child being a fucking prodigy, and then they take your money for it. Like and you then hear, they, you know, their whole family. Like, yeah, I was going to say, haven't you heard these stories of, like, uh, I don't know, they, they pop up on the internet of, like, people who've been in, like, the attic of someone's house for, like, <laughs> yes. years. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's and then, insane. And then I watched this movie, and I'm like, oh, it makes fucking sense. Chris has <laughs> a story, actually, that he told me when he was... I can't remember if it was his friends or a uh, place he was staying when he was at Columbus uh, State, but somebody he knew or uh, was... Uh, had, a had like, a two-story house with, like, a basement that they were renting, and they never really went in the basement at all. And uh, one day they did go down there, and they found a dude was just living there, he was five was a homeless dude had just yeah. craw- crawled in through the window and was hanging out and made himself at home. I think he had some shit moved in there and like there was a lot of garbage in it around, and they were just like at least I understand shell that. At least there, at least there, that was a homeless guy. For some reason, these these uh. articles are always like it's just some dude <laughs> and he's been there and it's yeah. like he's like and then like they talk to the parents of the guy and they're like, I don't know what the fuck's been going on with him. And I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> it's where's more like the motive? The, yeah, I'm like, where's the, yeah, why are you in here, dude? It's more, yeah, it's more weird like that, but I, yeah, I can kind of see it. And this movie is, it, there is a weird kind of balance of like, who you root for and, mm. and, because you kind of always want to root for the family, but they are doing like, horrible shit <laughs> yeah yeah and, and it, i think that's why that scene that we were talking about with the pivot even though it becomes hor- more horrific for them is like that saves your the movie from ostracizing you from them yeah because you're kind of at the point where you're like okay if they so keep going yeah it's like, like yeah the, how, why i mean you'll always be able to relate i think if you're open-minded enough and that's what the movie is also banking on because right. a lot of people a lot of conservative people watch this movie obviously and be like I mean maybe not conservative that's a bit of an umbrella term but it, people conservative people without open minds I'll say okay that um, um, which isn't all conservatives I would argue but and I think a lot of them will watch this and be like pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality and like what what are you whining for? But also maybe maybe not so much that because it's not totally. It does paint the picture that you can you can be a poor person and not, or you can be a victim of an economical situation and still be have terrible qualities to you, You're right? And do bad things even if you are looking out pushed. for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like, even yeah. if you're kind of forced to have to make some bad decisions, you yeah. can take it too far. And that's where this point gets to. It's yeah, like, it's like yes, the you were poor. This is kind of like, <laughs> yes. bro, what? Yeah. Uh, like, it's like, one look, thing. you're gonna, you want to work for the family and the minor. Like, yeah, like, okay, that's fine. Past. Yeah, but then when we're like trying to give somebody uh, like, and that's a direct, shock, right? Like, <laughs> right. And that's where I thought it, the movie was gonna go. Is like mm-hmm. somehow they were gonna make out like bandits and get rich, quit the jobs, and like, or like, just, I thought the whole thing was gonna be like they somehow 
work their way into like becoming them, them and becoming yeah. the family. I don't mm-hmm. know how that would have worked because at some point house. they brought up uh, when I think they hire the uh, the daughter as the art um, therapy teacher. Mm-hmm. I think she brings up like I need like your IDs, I need your like birth certificates or like uh-huh. whatever. I thought that was sort of where it was starting yeah. to go like identity theft type that. shit. Yeah. I thought that was where it might have been going, but then it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> it does not go that way. Yeah, it takes a hell of a turn. <laughs> What have we not covered? We talked about... Didn't really cover the ending. The end, So, full spoilers again. Mm. Uh, but the ending, do you think that he actually got the house? Or do you think that's just a metaphor for the letter of his, of his idea of the future? Right. I think that's... To me, that was kind of... I def, well, I guess to preface, to answer your initial question, no, I don't think it... Or I don't think they got it. I think it was like a dream mm-hmm. or like a fantasy that... Um, it was but like I a think visual visual exactly. version of the note he was writing. Unless you're making the argument that it was an actual experience in this film world of what the future was going to be and did be become, um, and that it, that was him imagining it before he put it into action, because it does cut back to him at the end still. Like back where he was, and and then he's like, and they got the house signing the letter, right? So, to me, the which is really interesting now I think about it because you could have changed the entire ending of that movie by switching those two two shots, shots, yeah. Because if they would have just showed that again, like maybe in between the uh, that very last shot, by like in between like him getting into the house with his mom and everything, then uh, you I would have assumed that, which god, that's. It's another. That's a cherry on top. I really hadn't thought about it being that simple of just switching the shots. Like I yeah. knew when I saw it at the end, I was like, okay, because it had me for a minute where I was like, okay, this is what actually happens. Mm-hmm. This is they're gonna be the end of. The, he's gonna stop reading the letter. This is gonna be the final shot of the movie. They're gonna embrace and be happy and yeah. whatever. And then it shows him again back there, and that totally just changed my mind to where I was like, yeah, that was it was dream. It was imagined, right. but. Which I liked personally better because it makes it the it makes the the, the story more poignant to right. where you're like, fuck him, all this for nothing. Like, yeah, and I kind of broke this, the system, exactly. still fucked, and it's gonna make people eat each other. because <laughs> yeah. I had this moment with the with the ending montage of the letter. I had this moment where where I thought he was like, I'm gonna I have this plan. I'm gonna go to school. I'm gonna get money. I'm gonna mm. buy the house. There was this moment where I was like why wasn't that the plan originally um and i was kind of like why is it this easy now when we could have done that in the first place mm-hmm. but then it does flip it on its head and it's like it's it's not that easy it's mm-hmm. just they can't like mm-hmm. there isn't there is an opportunity like that really okay like, like shit like that interesting so um, you think it was all i would like i, like, I would like to think that happen. it was i'd like to think that it was that he eventually got there but the uh-huh. fact that he doesn't look like he aged um, uh, in the later when he's getting the house and yeah. stuff, I don't, I don't happens yeah, pretty quick. Happens pretty too quick for him. He's like in a yeah. suit. I, I, I didn't buy it that is, as canon, but I would like to imagine that he did eventually work yeah, that hard or to get a version there. of it. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I do, I would like to imagine that he does eventually get the house. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't, I don't know what the movie, I don't know how else it would play out in my mind like the it would just be sad and like it never happens and like what you know what i mean then we need a sequel and he's like still there and then you know what i mean we need mm-hmm. to see that conflict now or yeah. something i would like to think that it kind of speaking of which did you hear they i don't think it's going to be a sequel of 
that necessarily those characters, or maybe it could be, but did you hear that HBO hired him? Bong Joon-ho? Mm -hmm. No, I didn't. They're, he's going to do a Parasite Universe TV series. Miniseries. I love that. Yes. I'm so happy you're just not hearing that. that I... I wish you could have been... I wish we could have... And someone could have told me that rather than just reading it online. What? Isn't that insane? Is it going to be In an anthology or like what? I think so. Episodic or anthology? Like Black Mirror shit or like... I think more... No, I think it is going to be episodic, actually, now that I think about what, what I, the article I read. Because I um, can go for a sequel. Like, honestly, uh -huh. like, if we, if there yeah. is more conflict and stuff, yeah. like, I'm sure there's something he can explore, but... Yeah, but I, I, I mean, the three... If you get to a point where you're like, who the fuck's getting out of this alive? Exactly, like... To well, where they're... Uh, you, they, all you see is that they survive, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think you could continue oh. the story with the three, no. but... Go ahead. I, I, was, I didn't mean to jump, but like oh, the one thing good. we didn't talk about, it, we talked a little bit about the horror, but the kid, mm. the the shit the kid went through with the birthday shit. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, the <laughs> the shot of him coming up the steps, bro, <laughs> with the fucking <laughs> eyes, bro. Oh, me and Ailey were both like, uh, uh. <laughs> we're like, this kid is not crazy. He didn't see a ghost. He's fucking. Yeah. He's, <laughs> That's too perfect. That should uh, be if you if you see Parasite and you still think your experience as a kid was a ghost experience, uh, rethink that shit. Yeah, <laughs> because this kid would this kid wasn't crazy, no. but he probably thought he was. Yep. Because he didn't understand why he was seeing something real. Unreal. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy, dude. And then the whole parallel with him, like, with the cake. And then as soon as they said it was his birthday and they were setting a party up, I went, okay. Mm. I went, all right, this is how, we're, this is how it's going. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be good at all. <laughs> <laughs> but the other tidbit I was going to tell you is that with the HBO uh, series, mm -hmm. is he's not doing it alone. He's going to be, apparently, they're going to hire him and That's Adam McVeigh oh. to work together to write it. What? Which I, I love Adam McVeigh. But are you saying McVeigh or McKay? McKay, my bad. McKay? Duh, duh, yeah. What are you saying, McVeigh? Did you think it was yeah, McVeigh? Yeah, I was saying, I knew it was McKay, but I are said McVeigh, McVeigh okay, several no. times. Yes. I was just curious. I was like, I, was, I couldn't tell if it was the liquor or what. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, um. Yeah, that's what I'll blame it on. That's, that's genius. I'm sorry. Adam that's McVay. like the greatest pairing I've heard yeah, in dude. a long time. That's it, insane. Yeah. Because it, the comedy is so great already, but like if he was writing with them mm -hmm. on some of these comedic, like, because. Most of the comedy is, like you said, it's a little slapstick. It's a little more physical. Like, mm -hmm. it's a little more in the f face and the eyes and the emotions mm -hmm. of the characters rather than, like, any, like, funny lines or jokes. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a few. There's a few funny lines. But, yeah, like, it's yeah. it's mainly that slapsticky. Right. Like, yeah. Um, but with Adam McKay helping him out, I don't know if, I mean, not that he needs help, but, like, him writing with him and uh -huh. doing that and making those comedic moments and uh -huh. comedic dialogue really pop, I don't see anything wrong with that that's gonna be incredible yeah because exactly what you're touching on i feel like that's more of his strong suit is doing is doing they're both really good at both of them mm -hmm. but he seems to kind of go that dire direction of more it balances especially his new stuff yeah yeah it'll balance it out really well because he used i mean something like the other guys that was more <laughs> physical than it was eh, maybe not i mean the dialogue is really well the, that was will ferrell and mark right, Wahlberg, and so, so like when you get that yeah thing. when you get when you get enough star power like well right. will ferrell alone but if you get will ferrell the, you just let him riff right. and you can get some gold here and there but there's they literally have a line saying i'm a peacock you gotta yeah, let me gotta fly. Let me like fly. that is definitely dialogue focused. oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> for sure it's gonna be it's gonna be a, it's a crazy crazy uh 
series, though. Yeah, I can't wait now that you say that. Do you, does it have, like, a release window? I have no idea. I don't think Not even did. a year? <laughs> I don't know if they did put a year. Shit. They probably did, and I didn't. But uh, even bringing up the ghost thing again, like that's uh-huh. I, that's early in the movie. I thought it was gonna get supernatural, and like I thought it was gonna yeah. get a little crazy because the, the, she's like, you know what happened to this kid uh-huh. on his birth? On his like, did something happen to her and for or the kid in first grade? And she goes like, <gasps> like full on like anime zoom in almost <laughs> like, oh my god, how did you know? And it's so great, and and it's and then it, after that I was like, oh, how crazy is it gonna get? And then it just it gets crazy. But that's the thing I love about it is that it does genuinely get like to the point to the heights you think it will Mm -hmm. like kind of emotionally or like stakes wise i guess but it doesn't ever leave the realm of reality like it it all stays grounded and it still is insane (laughs) which is why i love it because it is it is it does feel like real people real characters real situations real environments all that stuff but it does have also a fantastic suspense to it yeah and that's just in the filmmaking and the and the Hitchcockian level of detail that he puts into each framing and, and movement mm. and stuff. Because there's stuff I, uh, that your video you showed me pointed out that I didn't even pick up, like the pace mm. and like setting the pace with the walking and like when this guy's walking and this like and she's following, she's in his pace because he's mm-hmm. like giving her on this loop of the story and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's little details like that that I'm he's, like I still can't even. And pick that up. is there's a, you should watch the I haven't seen all of Vertigo, but he has a really great uh, video on Vertigo. Nice that it kind of breaks down the same thing of uh, a single scene in a room where he's talking about I know the, that. Yeah, the yeah, dy- yeah. power dynamics. He does it with uh, uh, Fincher too with a uh, with uh, seven. Cool. One of the seven scenes. Um, he's got yeah that YouTube. You'll love that YouTube channel, dude. You watch any? I feel like I've seen reviews. a few here okay. and there, but yeah. I yeah, I never really, I didn't subscribe. They're not even anything. really movie reviews as much as they are breakdowns yeah, of for like sure. the of like little techniques of uh, oftentimes like blocking and pacing and stuff that he really he focuses on a lot of narrative things too. It just depends on the movie. He kind of highlights a certain aspect of it, but it's cool. he was good at pulling out subtle things like that that you don't think of of. Like the the push and pull of things mm-hmm. between the the uh, the performances. Like but. I talked in the Us podcast about like the little details in character that Lupita does with like the ballet. Mm. It's like it's like that level of detail, but the whole time. Yeah, it's, it's not just like a one moment here or there. It's the whole movie, and, and that's yeah. crazy. It's yeah, insane. If you're like one of those people who likes film analysis, watch it and then. Mm. Analysize is that the word? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> analysize. It's the liquor talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's got its words. Jesus in Christ! I'm sorry, everybody. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. If if you want to do that sort of thing, this is the perfect movie for it because mm. it's it's insane. It's one of those oh, things. Yeah. Every frame, every sort of movement yeah. can mean something if you want it to, it's and it probably it does. And he probably has because, like, I don't even get the thing with the rock. You know, like, I kind of get that, that it's, was, like, a blessing of, like, a wealth or, like, yeah. a, or a want to be wealthy right. or something. But I didn't quite put that, on, like, that, together. That was the most metaphorical thing to me in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, that was the bun- the uh, the bunny from us, you know, or sure, like the yeah. rabbit. Yeah. Which there's a lot of rabbits, both literally and figuratively, in, in us <laughs> to dissect and uh, the meaning of that, that one. But this really, the I feel like the only thing that wasn't, spelled out for you eventually was the was that was that stone and to me it was like it was like this mythical like god to yeah. to him that 
he needed to lean on to to take himself seriously in pursuit of gaining upward mobility yeah. and to move beyond the 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 it's like the one that the life fancy he thing then. he's got in the house. It's yeah, like the one and it came from the rich dude yeah. who got on the job. He's like, this is a sign from the fate yeah, of the universe. You like, deserve this. Honestly, yeah. I'm not very superstitious myself, but if I got, if somebody that that was had was above me in the sense of like the opportunities, wealth, opportunity, yeah, wealth yeah. and that and and a status of some sort, and they were like, hey, bro, I got you. Here's a <laughs> gift. This like fucking crazy looking stone yeah, that like, just is an outlier like to everything gem. you own you yeah it's like a gem yeah it's <laughs> yeah I'd, like i'd be like i see the universe in this shit you're right <laughs> right especially when that person just turned your life around and you're 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 trying to to cr- create this crazy plan to keep moving up yeah, yeah, I love the whole metaphor with plan. Yeah, I love the whole plan metaphor too, where they're like, where he talks at the end after they get flooded out, where he's like, the only good plan is basically one that's never made. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to make like, because if you make a plan, it's gonna go wrong. Yeah, and especially in life, like if you try to like plan out each like moment of your life, it's never gonna go that mm-hmm. way. And I love the fact that everything is going to plan until the moment it does not, and then everything from there on out is the plan going yep. to shit. It's too, good, yep. <laughs> yeah. it's too good to be true. Too good to be true. The plan was going too great. And then some, and then I think he literally has the line where he's like, this isn't in the plan. Mm-hmm. And when the, when the housemaid, uh, housekeeper, mm. um, rings the doorbell midway yep. through the movie. And that's the law of the, of nature, even in uh, like both in real life and the, the, the world itself of this movie is that the people that got it made, get too comfortable and then then something goes wrong and they don't know how to deal with it anymore yep. and that's what happened to the rich family but it doesn't that's why because they're the ones depicted that way I kind of imagine that that was what it was going to take the point it would take for them to get to to be able to or to experience that that fall from being that high but then you realize that it doesn't take that it's it, it it's relative to everybody's situation and they kind of in their own way do kind of become that family if only for a moment yeah. it's not like they get the house they move in they and it, or they are forever the but house. they're there for the weekend yeah. they're taking a, it's their vacation home yeah. and as soon as they get comfortable when they're after in their backs start to yeah. get off the wall they, yeah as soon as they let their guard down and the doorbell rings cuz I wouldn't have answered they, personally yeah. <laughs> at that point that was the biggest mistake the biggest mistake yeah. that's number one mistake should've they had the, s- the door. fuck that bitch attitude for the first 50 minutes of the or hour of the movie and then yeah. they're like guess they must have felt bad or something yeah yeah she did look like she got beat up yeah which i which they didn't really explain i don't think uh-huh. did they explain why her face was yeah it was because stuff? of i i actually forgot when when he brought it up earlier i was like why the fuck was she like that yeah. what happened because they ask if she fell and she says yes at first but then when she goes down or, or they ask what happened she said she fell i was like you look know. like you got the brakes beat yeah. off well, you wait 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 didn't they well, actually uh-huh. now i'm putting it together they did bring up that the dude oh, is in money. yeah lone shark yeah yeah, yeah. So and that's why he's living down there yeah and she's trying to pay him off yeah and, and he's, he's in hiding because they think he ran off somewhere and that's the only place yeah. he can go yeah Okay, that makes sense. 
I was like, why is your face busted up? You know? Yeah. It's so much, dude. Um, there's one other thing I wanted to say, and it was back a few minutes ago, so that was dumb of me to let go. Um, before we give our ratings, because that's all we have Yeah, let's end it on our ratings. Let me take a second, I'll cut this out if I need to, because it was something cool that I really wanted to mention. Um, Cinematography is beautiful. Set design, everything. It is. It's shot like every shot. I really just this style, this symmetry. Like a, it, it had a. It was literally. It felt like to me. It felt like a Hitchcock mixed with Wes Anderson. Like that's mm. literally what mm -hmm. it felt like. And in, that's an insane combination. Yeah, that's a great comparison. It really, it really is. But uh, if I'm giving my ratings, it has high rewatch value. I'd say this movie oh, yeah. has like an eight or nine on rewatch. You should yeah. rewatch this movie over and over and over again. Yeah, I'd give it a nine. Um, I'm going to watch it too, yeah. Um, That's, yeah, go ahead. And then for the year, I still haven't decided. I mm -hmm. think it's gonna. It's definitely got to be top three, I think. I don't want it to kick out. I really hate to kick out The Lighthouse, but I definitely think I like this more than yeah. The Lighthouse, but... Kicking I, out Uncut Gems was the hardest for yeah, me. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I don't know if I like it more than Uncut Gems or not. And then 1917, I gotta decide. I probably do like it more than Uncut Gems, but mm. um, I have to make my decision. So I don't know where it is on my, my year list yet, but it's up high. It's, I would say top three, I would mm. say. Um, but depending on how I feel later, I'll determine that. Maybe a rewatch. Um, but overall score, for me, it's it's got it's a 10. Yeah, I get, I'm giving it a 10. <laughs> overall score, again, it's like if I'm, if I haven't given scores for like other things, but like comparing it to like 1917 and Once Upon a Time, both also Best Picture nominees coming up with like the comparison between characters versus plot. Mm -hmm. This again is something that nails, I think, everything on all fronts. Kind of like how we were talking about how Joker sets out to do something specific really well mm. and nails every single part of it this movie sets out to do something completely just refreshingly new in a way and nails every part of it mm. somehow and it takes you on the experience and that's really special because it's like joker i knew what i was getting and it nailed what i was getting parasite i never knew what i was getting at any point and it was taking me for the ride and it was perfect every second mm -hmm. of the way so 10 out of 10 parasite definitely Yes, I I think I already said nine for rewatch. I was gonna give it a ten, but on it's a strength of it in a way to be a nine, in a in a weird. I mean, because I feel like the the reason I give something a rewatch a ten would be because there's something you have to get like six cents. Yeah, is a yeah. ten on rewatch because yeah. you have to watch it a second time to actually kind of experience it. Exactly because and usually it's a movie where it happens at the 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 grand reveal is at the end where it all makes sense. It's like the yeah. final moments like us. That's why the rewatch value is so strong on that because there were things I walked out of the theater going, I don't know what the fuck that was. But I, I'm still, or at least I'm maybe not didn't have an idea of what it was, but I'm still sorting it out, and, and it would take a second time to to really realize right, that, right, right. or need a second time to see it from a completely different perspective because I know where it's going. Where as Parasite, you kind of that big twist is halfway through, right? And it gets crazier, obviously, yeah. but that. It, it rides that new wave. Um, and, like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like every kind of thing 
is tied up at that moment, and then all these loose ends that they reintroduce mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. that moment get either get reintroduced or just like further when oh. you thought everything was kind of nice and tied up and with a pretty bow. Which lends it itself even further to what you were saying of it being um, refreshing and new because yeah. I've never seen a movie that's been so evenly structured, like balanced in two Midway, halves. Like literally that. two halves, yeah. Like dead center of the runtime is probably that, that mm. doorbell ring. And even like what in the Nerd Writer video was saying, it was like that montage was almost exactly five minutes and 60 shots. Precise, yeah. It's like... Super precise. It's freaky, dude. It's mathematical. Yeah. It's insane. Like, we were just talking about... We'll probably cover 1917 at one point, but we were talking about the level of precision that was going into that Mm -hmm. production, but this is easily... Like, from a directing standpoint, it's pretty damn near, like, the same kind of level of detail, but in a different way. Whereas 1917 sort of spectacle, this is, like, character detail, like, story detail, Uh versus, like, kind of, like environment detail yeah yeah but it's insane it's such a good movie check it out if you haven't if you're watching the oscars if not watch it yes. <laughs> watch, well not i mean you can watch the oscars or not but watch parasite yeah yeah support support it um it's cheap on youtube that's what mm-hmm. i watched it's in 4k if you gotta check that out it's pretty cool mm-hmm. i would i would i hope people that wouldn't watch this movie watch it more than i do more than I hope it wins any Oscars at all. Mm-hmm. So, watch the movie. Yeah. I hope it wins some Oscars, I too. hope it wins Best Picture. I, I really so. hope it does. I won't be mad if 1917 does either, though. But, yeah. yeah. For me, it's between those. That, I mean, as tough of a year as it is, there's, I don't think it's much of a competition between those two, or that it should be. The only thing I could think of to compete with it that was nominated at least was uh, uh, Once Upon a Time. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, be mad at that one either. But yeah, but I, I, don't I thought it was fine. Yeah, I thought it was. I, I like. I genuinely did enjoy it. But I think the level. I think the, there's a bar, and I think Quentin Tarantino. It's it's at his bar. Like I think all uh-huh. of his. He like, met it. He met it, but he didn't but he like raised, blow it. Yeah, yeah, he didn't blow it out of proportions. Whereas I think Parasite and even 1917 mm-hmm. kind of raised a bar of some sort yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I think Parasite is a little just more r- relevant. Honestly, just make it make it like important a cultural impact to like fucking give mm-hmm. Parasite the fucking best picture. Like instead mm-hmm. of best just best foreign film, yeah. give it just full on best picture. Right. That would be cool, but it seems like he doesn't care. Yeah, which is nice. Which is nice, but like, and I think he's happy that it's just getting this much buzz. He's like, holy shit. He's like, I've seen some interviews. He's like, nah, I just love that. Yeah, I'm here. I'm checking shit out. Like, this is crazy. So I hope, yeah, and I hope if anybody sees and like that, see or seen comments to where he's like, I don't really care about the Oscars. They're of. it's an American thing. It's like an American mm-hmm. awards or ceremony, and to act like it's not is kind of pointless. So. Exactly. But it's also not the only awards ceremony. I think that's part of the problem is with people getting so upset about the Oscars and stuff. Yeah. They they forget that there's BAFTAs. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. We just watched the independent. It's a huge inf- thing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's stuff across in other countries. I mean, there's a Cannes Film Festival yeah. and yeah. there's Tribeca. Like, to be completely honest that's it's probably the only two I've <laughs> but I know there's other there's ones lot, too yeah. there's a bunch of international film festivals and I think when you get too when you get when you get too upset about the Oscars you give them more power to be that thing to where they right. have to, to reinforce this idea that they are the grand they're the, yeah, they're the, the place for end all be all of, of yeah 
what what deserves to be awarded. Yeah, but they're not. It's like fucking the WrestleMania of movie festivals. <laughs> the way people act about it. It's true. But he's like, yeah, Americans are all going to get nominated, and you're only going to see Americans win because... It's America. It's an yeah. American show. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't think if that's the way... Cool. If, if it... If it acted that like that, then I'd be like, okay, that's fine. But if it's gonna act like it's this great, yeah, but that's like the MTV Movie Awards, man. Like, yeah, yeah. like that Best Kiss winner, Tobey Maguire. Right. Yeah, right. But not the Oscars. It's a thin line between the Razzies and the Oscars. Cats, <laughs> <laughs> Cats was gonna make a fucking Oscar run, and then Cats uh, came out, and then uh, they made a bunch of Razzies, probably. Yep. Yeah, they just, I think they came out today, and they got a bunch of them. All right, well, I don't remember what the fuck I was going to say. There, I knew, I think there were three times at least through this episode, but I forgot what I was going to say. Most of them I remembered, but in the final moments, I forgot what the last one was going to be, so that's all right. I can accept that. I can die knowing that. I remember it I'll just make sure to mention it to anyone who listens to this but we've gave our rankings we did gave our discussion we've told we've said to see the movie see it that's how we end go see this movie rent it uh, and if you rent it make sure you got like good sound nice like a nice and not like you know you don't need a bougie tv or nothing mm-hmm. but like it's something something to actually kind of experience it mm-hmm. like i'd recommend if you're watching it like alone put on some like headphones even like just kind of like immerse yourself in it just yeah. fucking watch this movie it's so good yeah definitely yeah you got to see it the next best thing outside of a theater seeing it in 4k yeah it's 4k on youtube check that out oh yeah i'll, I'll, I'll uh, give another free advertisement. Also, sponsored Dos Hombres. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if we legally need to say not really, but not really. Not gonna <laughs> there is no sponsor. But really. But really. Yeah. Hey, they're Let's sending the us chance. free I shit. Would no. be, yeah. <laughs> I would love to be sued by Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston. I'd, I'd fight him in court. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'd both be like, what? <laughs> we just want to be sponsored. Aaron, you just gotta break out into performance in the courtroom and earn the respect and be like, dude, that's ah, what Mark Wahlberg did. <laughs> did you hear? That's what Mark Wahlberg did, man. That's before he was an actor. He, he got, he went to prison. Well, he was, he was. I don't know if he went or he was gonna go to prison. But anyway, he had like a trial, and he was, he was a choir boy growing up, like a or not a choir boy, a, a church boy, right? Like uh-huh. an altar boy, and he, uh, he knew this priest. And when he went to, when he was at court, he, one of the, this priest came and like testified for him to kind of like give him like, no, he's a good boy. He's got his character. You know, I had known him since he was a kid, blah, blah, Uh blah. And Mark Wahlberg gets on the stand, starts breaking down, like crying, like, I'm so sorry. I'm never going to do it again. Like, oh, blah, 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 does this whole thing. And then he goes and leaves. And as he's walking out the door, he looks to the priest who's standing there and he gives him a big old fat wink. And and the priest was like, from that moment, I knew that motherfucker was going to be a fucking actor because I was mad as hell. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. The start of a wild career. For sure. Jesus. Well, on the note of Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, good ending note. Go see Parasite, damn it. (laughs) Go see it. I'm just going to lay... I'm just going to... Lay into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to copy us saying go see it and just repeat it over and over. Yeah. Just to make sure the message gets through. I think we already did it, so... Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I won't have to do much editing. (laughs)
Go see it. 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 Spider-Man 